welcome to Two Brothers Review the Podcast. I'm Reed Turley. All right, Turley. What? <laughs> what did I say? You have to listen at 0.5 speed if you want to understand Ty on this episode. That's right. I can't do it. That's all right. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. No Way Home. Can't do it. But before we don't get home, uh, Ty, what is your crossover movie pick? Okay. I interpreted this as you're saying Spider-Man's a crossover because Dr. Characters from multiple series crossing over together. Yeah. Okay, mine that I picked was Deadpool 1 and 2, because he keeps talking about all the other superhero movies and how he wants to be in them. Okay. I love those jokes. That's good. I, I had to tell Ty he couldn't do Britney Spears' Crossroads. <laughs> it's an unappreciated classic. Of uh, course, our listeners probably know that. Of yeah. course, our listeners probably know that. I'm still doing that. Okay. <laughs> Uh, for me, mine's from this year. What? Early, might not remember this one. This year? This year. Godzilla versus Kong. A crossover movie, if there ever was one. I thought we were supposed to do ones we like. Oh, you loved it. I didn't say love, but it's not bad. Okay. See a big gorilla fight a big lizard? It's fun. That does it for you, huh? I'm a, <laughs> I'm a man of the people. Okay. I respect that. If only the writing had been good. <laughs> or acting. <laughs> or, or computer CGI. <laughs> Alright. Well, how about Ty? A pretty effective movie, Spider-Man No Way Home. What is your relationship with Spider-Man? <laughs> it's I mean, I remember Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield. I remember that they played him once. Okay. I couldn't I remember there was an upside down kiss. Famous. Famous. And I remember that Andrew Garfield seemed kind of like too introverted. He's a pretty... He was a darker Spider-Man. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, I didn't... I mean, I knew that they were going to be in this. Yeah, I don't have much... Do you have a relationship with Spider-Man? No. (laughs) I mean, I guess I've played Spider-Man video games. I liked the... Into the Spider-Verse animated movie that came out last year. Yeah. It was good. It was good. Why didn't they have him in it? I think they should have. They should have. On a poster in the background sometime? They have the uncle from... It doesn't matter. I'm sure that Miles Morales' character will come into the MCU world eventually. How do you sure... Why are you sure of that? Because he's so popular. As a, as a live action? I think they will. They're, they're making more of those Spider-Verse movies, but even like Jamie Foxx in this movie is like, oh, I thought you were black. and Yeah. And Miles Morales is black. So, yeah. I think they sort of hinted at it. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I wouldn't profess to know the mind of the Marvel <laughs> architects. I thought this movie moved pretty well, but was long and... I don't know if it makes the most sense. No, this, read. (laughs) This is now what every Marvel movie is going to be. Some crazy, ridiculous premise based on the multiverse. Every, I bet you every Marvel movie from now on is going to be this. But is it, it's just like, it's too big. It's too complicated. They try to connect all these movies and it just doesn't work to do it like that. Well, it's such a hokey premise that, 
I mean, it makes sense for comic books. You can combine characters in any way you want and just say, yep, that's an alternative universe. So they're going to get, I mean, they're going to do, I don't know, like Black Widow is going to feel like she needs a movie and someone else is going to feel like they need a movie and they're going to be like, okay, we'll, we'll put it together. I don't know. It's just going to be like ridiculous premises. The whole, okay, this is the thing. This is how it always happens at Marvel movies for me. The first half of the movie, I was sitting there being like, I don't care <laughs> about these people at all. And then, and then the thing that he, that they, all the characters care about so much, the thing I'm supposed to care about is that they didn't get into MIT. Like, that's so dumb. Who cares? Like, there's a lot of people that don't get into MIT and they live fine lives. And then, and you're going to risk the, the fate of the universe to help your two friends maybe get into MIT. Well, he didn't, he didn't know what was going to happen. He thought it would just be a quick fix. That's so silly. It's a horrible premise. I hate, I hate it. I, it's very, it's very like, um, like what percentage of the audience cares about getting into MIT? <laughs> Time, it's, okay. MIT doesn't matter. It's that he wants to be with his friends and have he can, live a life. He wants to be able to live a life. Read, of course Anonymous. it matters. They could go to a different college together. Okay, but he didn't get in anywhere. And he got outed as being Spider-Man, and he just he wasn't ready for that. No, I read it. I mean, who knows? They, they could go to CUNY. CUNY's a great system, and they're all in New York. They'd, they'd be welcome. Okay. Hunter College would have accepted <laughs> Hunter him. Hunter College would have accepted him. Hunter College would have loved to have him. And he would have been lucky to go there. The econ professors are great. I mean, whatever. He has to have a reason to break the world. But then it's a okay, but it's a dumb reason. Okay, okay, but it happens. And I didn't. And I at that point I was like, "You guys are better off not going to MIT." Like, I don't care. Okay, okay. it's very. It's. I don't know why you're so hung up on MIT. That's weird because it, it's read. It was a huge part of the plot. It came okay. up so many times. But it just could have been any school. Like, it, I don't know. It doesn't. But it wasn't any school because they're well, they go to a science school and they're all right tech savvy. Which is important later because he apparently can fix any problem with the Stark technology. The fabrication machine or whatever. I mean, I liked as soon as those villains came into the world and were causing problems, and you had to go hunt them down. And I mean, I think those fight scenes are fun. You didn't enjoy that? I don't remember. I mean, no, it, it got a little better by the end. I will give it that. But, I mean, okay, his aunt dies needlessly. Kind of his fault. I don't, whatever, that's what they want you to think, because that makes you somehow care about the character more. Well, I mean, he does this ridiculous thing where he locks Doctor Strange in the, that other world, and... Yep, that's ridiculous. Breaks all the villains out and tries to help them. I, I think his choices. I guess I didn't care at all about the MIT part. I know you, we don't need to revisit that, but I was just, it's I just that it came up so much. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I just thought his other choices didn't make sense in the movie either. I mean, I think like, why does, why does he care about saving, redeeming these people from another world? Right. Why is that more important than solving the problems in his own world that are, exactly. that, that these people cause? Yeah. It's a good question. It doesn't make any sense. It's it's uh it's a chance to mishmash. 
it's the chance to get Jamie Foxx in. Yeah, but he was good. He was funny. Yeah, he was very funny. He's always very funny. Willem Dafoe was super funny and creepy. Creepy. Yeah. And I, I mean, there's, 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 like, obviously, there's a lot of material to mine when you have three Spider Men. Yeah. Together. That's funny. The banter was good. Oh, yeah. The scenes in the lab are hilarious. They talk about the web shooters. They recreate that meme where they all point at each other. Yeah. And it's then, just not my kind of. It's like, yeah, it's funny, but it just feels very contrived. Okay. And the thing, the rule is people that knew Peter Parker's identity are brought into the world, right? That's the, that's what's, anyone that knew Peter Parker was Spider-Man, it gets pulled across the dimensions from the other worlds and gets brought in. That's why the villains are there. Wow, I don't know. Where was his other ants? That's what I'm saying, except why not the ants? Why not the other Mary Jane characters? Why not um, Gwen Stacy? It's just like... If you're going to make that the rule, follow it. I don't... Wasn't Thanos coming towards the breach at one point? I thought I saw him. In the in the cloud, there's all those other, like... There's, like, tons of people. Well, because we also only get the Spider-Man from two other worlds. And in the multiverse, I assume there are more than three. It's, <laughs> I mean, multi could just mean three. There's at least four. There's at least four of the Spider-Verse guy. Okay. I don't know, Reed. Don't you think just like, who cares about this? It's also silly. It is silly. I don't know. Every time I watch a Marvel movie, I think, am I done with this? But I'm, I'm not. Should I, we be done with it, though? Are you? Well, yeah. How are you going to not go to a Marvel movie? Well. You tell me when you don't go to one. Are you glad you went to Eternals? No. No, I'm not. <laughs> not I'm mad. I'm just indifferent. No. You're glad. <laughs> You don't want to miss out on some conversation that you think's happening. I do love... The conversation's happening right here. I do love a social... Mm -hmm. Movie experience? Yeah, I like being part of the 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 hot topics. I thought you were going to say Tottenham there for a second. (laughs) I'd I'd love to be part of Tottenham. The crossover Taiwans. (laughs) Yeah. Tottenham and Spider-Man. Well, he's a huge Tottenham fan. Is he? Yeah. Do you know that? I did not. He asked Kylian Mbappe, the star of Paris Saint-Germain, when he met him at a big party, whatever, a couple weeks ago, if he'd please sign for Tottenham. (laughs) (laughs) All right. He's doing the good work then. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying. Okay. I guess there's always a Tottenham angle. That's the important thing. Did you have a favorite joke? A little... No, apparently. I guess not. Nothing stands out. Did you? I think I laughed the hardest when Jamie Foxx was like, are you guys just going to not acknowledge that I'm naked? <laughs> it was pretty funny. Uh, it was funny. I miss Jamie Foxx's character pre-transformation. That guy was hilarious. The janitor with the comb over. Oh, in the, in in the original movies? movie. Yeah. Oh, man. Did you go back and watch some of them before this? Hey, no. I don't know. what You did? No. No, I didn't. I oh. just remember him. I mean, he's, I don't remember that many things from super, superhero movies, and I can remember him. He, st- he stood out. It was awesome. Well, I, I don't know. I actually liked this movie. Okay. You didn't like it. I mean, like, yeah. I, like I said, by the second half, it got, I was a little bit more into it. I think you have to suspend your disbelief. Did you? Okay, yes. 
I did. <laughs> Except about MIT. No, because I had to, because they cared so much about MIT. You let it go. Like if, maybe this is what it is. Have you ever, do you know the kids that care so much about MIT? Maybe that's what it is. Because I live, I don't know. I feel like, you know, I've been tutoring math high school students in, in New York City. And these are the kind of kids that like care so much about getting out of IT. And I think that's annoying. If my own kid did that, I'd be like, dude, relax. No, Ty, I don't know kids that are obsessed with going to MIT. <laughs> yeah, if you knew that, then maybe you would understand. Okay. I don't know. What? I well, guess I want to know what you thought about Dr. Strange. How he's, I mean, what about him? Just that he's sort of hanging out in sweatpants? And yeah, like how weird is that? Why does he show up in this movie for a little while? <laughs> yeah. Because he can money. Well, the no, the reason he showed up originally is because he thought he could roll back time, right? Oh, I meant Benedict Cumberbatch. Well, I know, I know, I mean it. But I'm saying, like, in the premise of the movie, then he goes there and he's like, "No, I don't even have the whatever gemstone." So then he has to do a spell, a forgetful spell. You know what? I'd watch. I'd watch. I'd watch. Uh, uh, what's the one? The woman, Wanda. Wanda, the is she a witch? She's a witch. And she and Doctor Strange could have a spell off. And it could be crossed over with Harry Potter. Oh, well, that's pretty deep. I mean, did you stay for the stinger? You know Wanda and Doctor Strange are in the next Marvel movie. Uh, I did stay for yeah. the stinger. You know. I don't remember even. <laughs> well, she's in it with Doctor Of course, Strange. of course. They gotta, they gotta get pull people together. At least something's keeping us together at this fraught time. In what, in what world would they change the Statue of Liberty? And why would Captain's America, Captain America's shield need to go on it? <laughs> well, I think, I think that's satirical. That's how I read it. It was bad. It was too militaristic. And that's why it breaks at the end? Like that's they, what I thought. You think they would satire using Captain America's shield that it's like too much? Yeah. Okay. You don't? You think they're they're earnest? They're not being ironic? I don't know. I mean, it seems a little hero worshipy. Right. I think I mean, if Marvel's not aware of the dangers of militias <laughs> of like America first militia stuff right now, then they should be. <laughs> then they need to get someone who reads the paper. <laughs> it feels very much like instead of a light to the world, we're like deflecting the world. Yeah, you're not a beacon, you're defensive. That feels, yeah, it feels like they're critiquing of uh, being more defensive. Like, we should be, well, I, I guess I don't, I don't know Disney's politics. Old Disney? Not so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently new Disney, not so good. I don't know. That's I read funny. it as, I, I guess I just feel like it's a bad thing. That's what I can say. Okay. Are there other things that you did like about this movie, Ty? I feel like, No. I feel like the straight the, answer. The driver shtick of Favreau is getting a little bit old, or no? His like bumbling assistant stuff. Yeah, I mean, he was so like simpering when he was talking to Aunt May after they were breaking up. He liked it. No, oh, no, it was gross. It was cringy. Yeah, well, I just think it's a joke that's kind of funny because you know he directed Iron Man, but to be doing it, I don't know, eight films later, it's just like. Eh, let's stop. Let's retire that joke. I guess I wonder if this phase of the Marvel movies is all about the multiverse and the last, you know, like whatever the 
endgame movie of this phase is going to resolve that and we'll just like either start over with new people playing these characters or just you know be able to reset it because i think they have to do something to separate people out again it's like because it doesn't really make sense like all these villains show up in new york city and no other superhero helps out (laughs) like that's just (laughs) it doesn't make sense they're too connected they're busy so busy I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is not going to do another one. His character died, so yeah, I bet not. Although in a multiverse, right. Iron Man could be alive somewhere else. But I think he's done. I mean, the actors are going to get tired of it at some point. That's what I mean. I think they're going to use this phase to sort of finish out these people. They're introducing new people in the Marvel TV shows, and they'll just reset it. I think at the end of this movie, everyone forgot Spider-Man, right? Everyone forgets that... Peter Parker is Spider-Man, even the Avengers. And that's so Sony can just do spin-off movies with Spider-Man and not have to have him be part of the MCU again. I think Sony wants him to be part of the MCU. They're, the movies do so much better. I mean, this, I don't know. This movie did very, very well. Right. Because it had the MCU crossover appeal. Of Doctor Strange? I, what's the, I don't know what the appeal is there. All those other characters are Sony characters. No, I think Sony like really hard wants to keep making them. I, I, that's my understanding. I what know. do I know? My read was this is a way to get Spider-Man out of the Avengers and they don't have to have him in the movies because everyone forgot about Peter Parker being Spider-Man, helping out with Thanos. But wouldn't he... The, he, the, he would... He would go ahead and do the same things where he, uh, you know, solves crime because he wants to be a good person, therefore bringing himself attention to the Avengers or Force or what? What's a Shield? I like. I mean, he he would. Still, It'll just happen again. It would naturally if you were being realistic. But he was like sewing his own costume at the end. I just feel like he's stepped back from the Stark technology. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. We'll see. We will see. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Ty, what are you going to rate Spider-Man No Way Home out of five? I'm giving it a three. I think I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Yeah. It was fine. I mean, it was definitely better than some other Avenger movies. If you're listening to this, you already saw it because everyone in the world saw it. (laughs) Did everyone in the world see it? I feel like that's not a thing that happens anymore because of COVID. It crushed box office numbers. Like It did super well. Okay, good. Good for them. Good for them. There's got to be a, there's got to be a Tom there's got to be a Venom Spider-Man crossover at some point. Oh, that was teased. Yeah. Except Tom Hardy's Venom got pulled into the world that Spider-Man the movie took place in. And then when they fixed the spell at the end, he got sent back to his world. But a little bit of Venom stayed behind. So I don't know if it would be Tom Hardy in the whenever Venom does interact with Spider-Man, I don't think it's going to be Tom Hardy. I hope it's the football is life guy from Ted Lasso. Okay, I can see that. The bartender. If you don't watch Ted Lasso, <laughs> you should be. <laughs> Everyone on this podcast watches Ted Lasso. Okay, Ty, what else do you have to recommend for our listeners? Well, I was going to mention, you and I went and saw this film called Red Rocket. We're not going to do a session on it. We're not going to endorse it, maybe even either. But I stylistically liked it. It's by the same guy who did uh, the Tangerine and the Florida Hotel movie. Florida Project. The Florida Project. 
He uses non-professional actors. It's it's interesting thought experiment at least, and I like the way he visually films things. But uh, yeah, I can't recommend it exactly unless you're. It was very mature. They had such some very very funny moments. Yes, just so hilarious and inappropriate. So don't know if I really wanted it out there. <laughs> oh, I went to it by myself. Oops, sorry. That's fine. Uh, for me, this is a kind of year-end thing that I like doing, but Steven Soderbergh publishes a media diary where he just, you know, does all the stuff he watches and reads. And it's just so interesting to see how much he consumes. It's amazing. Uh, I bet. All right. This has been another episode of Two Brothers Review the Podcast. I'm Reed Turley. All right. All right. Bye. 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 Thank you.